0: Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She is the founder of Wondersnap, and she'll explain more about it on the show today. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Jen Long. Jen, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to our
1: listeners. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on here, Sheena. I started off in, in the traditional finance career, so I'm I'm probably the last person to be an entrepreneur. But somehow through the uh, along the journey, um, I grew up between Hong Kong and Canada, um, and I've called uh, Shanghai home for the last five years. I've been with Alibaba, Little Lemon, China, and Tom's in China. So I've really had a really great opportunity working with some phenomenal brands and um, trying to set them up in the world's most populous country. Um, I love social impact. It's also um, a commitment that. I've made throughout my travels that for the rest of my career, I'm probably not going to do anything without the impact piece. So that's where Wandersnap comes in. And I'm excited to share with you guys uh, what we're working on.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Jen, what's your cultural background?
1: Yeah, I am uh, typically confused <laughs> when I'm asked that question. So I was born to Shanghainese father and my mom was Hong Kong and Canadian. And she, she grew up on both sides of the Pacific Ocean.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote?
1: I think it's more confidence is within. It's not something that, at least I'm a believer, you don't go out to seek confidence. It's more that you gather enough data points. It's like a soup. At some point, you brew it long enough the confidence just bubbles up. So um, maybe that's a bit controversial, but I don't really read confidence books or self-help books. I think it really comes from within as long as you gather enough data points to let that soup brew.
0: Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I think it's great that you mentioned confidence is within because a lot of people feel like they don't have that confidence, not realizing it's inside them. And like you said, it's just like brewing like soup, right? You just have to, bring it out of you. And, you know, there's different ways of bringing that out. So, you know, I really like that you mentioned that because I really like focusing confidence on more like an inner strength versus like confidence that's seen Mm. on the outside. I mean, once you work from the inside, then everything else will will come out. So love that quote that you mentioned. And what would be your definition of self-confidence?
1: Related to the fact that it's from within, Um, I think it's just a sense of fulfillment, a fulfillment with yourself. Um, confidence for me, it's not so much about showing up a certain way or saying things a certain way because all of those are external driven. All of those measure up to somebody else's expectations. So confidence, true confidence, at least, if it genuinely brews within, then it's just an utter fulfillment and, and satisfaction with whom you are, what you embody. And it's a self-evaluation more than it is measuring up um, externally.
0: That's a great definition that you mentioned. Especially, you know, being an Asian woman, we're so great at comparing ourselves mm-hmm. to others. I mean, that's where you know our, our struggles are most of the time because we feel like you know we have to be we have to live up to someone else's expectations. real, which really you know gives us that that struggle of like why can't be why can't I be that other person or why am I not good enough? Right? Not realizing yeah. it. it's just it's just you know doing something that's better than before, right? And that's, that's all that matters. So I really like that you mentioned that. And, you know, Jen, what was your life like before your discovery of self confidence?
1: I guess to backtrack a little bit too, I can, I can only imagine that what we're talking about just sounds so cliche that if someone doesn't feel confident, what we're saying is just be (laughs) or find it from within. I, I understand that. And I think, you know, uh, for me, at least, I I gathered the data points off of my travels and off of being on the road and being uncomfortable, uh, whether that's in North Korea or being by myself in Morocco, just for me was finding those data points where I was truly out of my comfort zone. And then in my Journey to confront that discomfort. I grow a little bit confident. I grow a little bit more self-secure. I grow a little bit more content with who I am. And I, I really like when my mentor kind of put this analogy to me. And um, what she said was, you know, your 20s or at least the first decade of your professional life. So much of that is actually just about collecting dots. And if you collect enough dots. And then you know, remember when we were growing up, we had these drawing books uh, where we would be just literally drawing lines between dots. And that's the exercise. As long as you have enough dots on the canvas, at some point you can look back and then the picture or pattern becomes clear. If you don't have enough dots on the canvas, however, then you, it's very hard to make a shape. So I grew up You know, very introverted. I probably would be the least to speak in a big group. On weekends, I opted, you know, doing puzzles or playing piano by myself. And it really was until probably even college when I started to experiment with this different side of a personality. And it didn't start off as confidence, it just started off as an experiment on. Huh, what would it be like if I just reacted to these scenarios or these social situations like this instead? And throughout college, whether that was competitions or, you know, really going out and seeing the world and exploring places by myself, then that's when those data points started gathering. It's not to say that confidence is constant, um, that it's forever. I definitely still have days where doubt seeps in, especially as an entrepreneur. It's a daily battle against self doubt. But at the end of the day, it's it's knowing whom you are, being content, and having this kind of quiet confidence brewing from within.
0: Thanks for sharing that, and I—I I heard you mention you were in North Korea. Um, I'm pretty sure that mm. was—that was pretty scary to begin with, and the fact that you know you were able to just set foot and be able to be in that environment. I mean, I'm sure it's—it was quite an experience. And you know, I like that analogy that you mentioned about you know finding data points, collecting the dots. I was also obsessed with those books that you can you know connect the dots. And, you know, I I like that you mentioned that, you know, you just experimented with a different side of personality. You didn't know what what the outcome was going to be, but you just went ahead and did it regardless of maybe how scared you are and not realizing like you had no idea what's going to happen. Because of this, what's your life been like now?
1: Yeah, I think there's an added layer to that too, where there's obviously that book called um, Quiet, Brilliant Read. And I think the distinction is we all assume being confident to be extroverted, and it's almost like a personality attribute. But really, you know, maybe we live in an extroverted world where the instant gratification of social media and likes and follows, and a lot of that almost reward extroverted behavior. And when I experiment it with different hats, I I'm a typical Gemini where I have days where I can wear the extroverted hat and I can play up to the room and the social setting. But really, this more special days are the ones when it's just quite, quite confidence within that it is this peacefulness. There's no judgment. It's just you evaluating against your own standards and your own expectations. So dancing between both ends of that spectrum, I think, is probably my brand of confidence, if you would even call it that. And as a result, you know, I've gravitated more towards careers and opportunities where uh, I was encouraged to be uh, extroverted confidence and whether that's you know uh, bd heavy type roles or uh, constantly being on the road meeting new people and trying to bring on bring them onto an agenda or dancing on the other side where it really just takes the hustle rolling up the sleeves and just knowing that you know what strategy you came up with will work and you're going to test it out which i think um, that's an integrity to you know the entrepreneurial journey Thanks for sharing that. And I love
0: how you mentioned that, you know, you did start with from within and everything that was extroverted started coming to you, right? Versus you kind of seeking it, knowing just to, mm. to work on yourself, knowing to work from within um, really makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a great lesson to learn because a lot of people, a lot of people feel like, like you mentioned, right? They see things on Instagram and Facebook and they see like mm. a million likes and they're like, why can't I get that, right? What's wrong mm-hmm. with me? And it has, you know, it's not measured by maybe the number of likes or the number of followers. It's just, you know, how you are the day before and the day now and what the difference was. And, you know, everything else will fall into place. So, you know, really, I really thank you for um, sharing that. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey of self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her?
1: The biggest like you need, it's your own like. <laughs> it's not the other million that's, you know, on, on, on the internet who are strangers. Often, we talk about self-love so casually and I have good days. I have bad days, too. I would be completely candid. But the work really is, at the end of it all, do you like and love yourself? Are you the best version of yourself? If you can be and you're at peace with that, the likelihood is you do show up as confident. You do show up as fulfilled around the people um, whom you care about. So I'd say get that like. And the most important one is the like, whether or not you would give yourself
0: Thanks. And I really love that tip. You know, the biggest like you need is your own like, because I think that's what's most important. We have to figure, we have to learn to love ourselves, be okay with everything about ourselves, whether it's good or bad. And once we do that, you know, everything else doesn't really, it's not as important, right? Um, because you know your own worth, you know that you have what it takes to go out there and be the person that you are or live the life that you want. So, Love that Mm -hmm. tip that you mentioned. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm personally on um, Instagram. You can find me on uh, Long Story Short, and that's long with two O's. And then as well, um, WanderSnap, our venture, uh, that's spelled W-A-N-D-R. SNAP is also on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And a little shout out for it. It's, it's our intent. It's for it to be uh, Asia's Airbnb for photography. So for all of you who love traveling and adventuring in order to seek your inner self and build confidence, uh, we'd love to be able to capture your next vacation. And we use park proceeds to teach low-opportunity youth how to take photos, so then they too can create art for a living. Um, And one of the things that actually has been the most um, rewarding about the whole experience has been when we teach these youth photography on the surface, it seems like technique, it seems like editing, and just fundamentals to how you would frame a photo. But really the power is, you see the glimmer in their eye, and all of a sudden they can create. And when they create, the voice that they have builds confidence. All of a sudden, what they share matters and people respect and would even, you know, give them props and encourage them to continue. So I'd encourage you to even think about confidence in terms of the formats that it shows up in, and then how you can curate that photos is definitely even one of those. Thanks for
0: sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Jen, we can also head on over to the Tao of and search for Jen's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else we talked about. And I really just want to thank Jen for taking the time to share her story with us. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Sheena, for setting this up. I really appreciate it. Not a problem.
0: It was an honor having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetowelfselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.